This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome to another fabulous Tuesday night here on Palmy Pride on Manawa Two's People Radio. I'm Cam. I'm Andy. And I'm Matt. Um. Anyway, we're also we're also available on podcast. Oh, we are. Yes. Type in Palmy Pride in your podcast app, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts from, and we should come up, and you can. Download and listen to us on demand when you like. We also have a Facebook page, so go and give us a like there and follow us and all that jazz. All uh, thanks to the fab guys at the front desk. And no, we run our own Facebook page. Do we? Yeah, we do. When did we do that? Oh, forever, forever in the day. Um, on tonight's show, anything. on tonight's show, we've got first non-binary local politician joins New Zealand's most toxic council. Uh, we've also got a thing on Angela Lansbury. Um, yeah, I don't think we have anything on on um, Dumbledore, but Angela no. Lansbury. Yeah. I agree. Uh, I agree. That's Dumbledore. Dumbledore's still going strong. No, That's why not. we've got. He died years. Oh, ago. Did he die years ago? I don't know. I don't watch Harry Potter. <laughs> and I have something on tennis. Tennis. <laughs> I thought tennis. you said another word that ended in ness. <laughs> Tetanus. Mm-hmm. Tetanus. Yes. Um, what have you got over there? I've got upset at the drag queens for puppies, and um, the bishops have been at it again. Oh, dear Lord. All righties. Uh, we're going to go to a song, and when we come back, we will have some articles for you. Mm. Fantastic. So, our first song is Scarecrow by Melissa Etheridge. Here we go.
someone's child with pain unreconciled, filled up with father's hate, mother's neglect. Melissa Etheridge with Scarecrow. Um, is that quite a recent one, or because it's not one of her more not that well known? Or alrighty, do you want uh, lefty or righty? Do you want Toxic Council or um, Sweet Old Lady? Oh, go Toxic Council. Oh, lovely. Alrighty, uh, so this is by Sinead Gill from Stuff, October eleventh, two thousand twenty-two. You're right there, Cameron? I am indeed. You just made a noise, I was concerned. Uh, not long ago, the Otago Regional Council, also known as Orc, was a Orc. Uh, was embroiled in an interpersonal conflict and under investigation for not doing its job. Now it's poised to have the most progressive team in years and one that includes the country's first openly non binary councillor. But the gender of ecologist and University of Otago master student Elliot Weir, 21, who polled fourth out of the six available spots on council, was omitted from their political campaign. My gender won't change the way I make decisions on predator control or land use management, they said. From the get-go, their interest in the orc interest in the orc was about the understanding of how it functioned months before deciding to run Weir who worked for a student magazine critic Te Aroha wanted to write an article about the regional council affected the daily lives of young people about how the regional council affected lives of young people 
They thought it would be straightforward and maybe encouraging young people to vote. But the more council meetings I watched and the less I understood, the whole ordeal exemplified the toxic and dysfunctional culture on council at the time. Obviously, people are going to disagree but a lot of conversations weren't constructive at all. There was shouting and bickering, a lot of stalling on making decisions. Weir said that negativity was not just bad for the reputation, but bad for democracy. If people think the council gets nothing done, they turn off. If no one is paying attention, why would the council be better? But wait, there is more. Uh, we knew that they had the passion and the level of expertise to get elected, but thought it included thought including the agenda on campaign material would turn it into a, de- a topic of debate. They were aware of a local government New Zealand survey from earlier in the year, in which said ninety forty nine point five percent of people on local government reported racism or gender based discrimination while in office. People just looking at my face won't. Um, people just looking at my face think I'm a, think I'm straight and male. Well, that works out for me, even if that's not great. It just shows the kind of abuse isn't about the substance of what you stand on, but what you look like. Electing people for uh, electing people of substance to the orc uh, was important to Weir, who said most people knew about the council was the negative headlines. Negative stories notably about the Manuherekia River and the council's failure to protect it by setting up minimum flow levels had followed the council for years. The council was given 30 years to meet those legal requirements but did not. Hundreds of consents lapsed and the government got involved. The council also faced a variety of interpersonal disputes and allegations of conflict of interest. One councillor even signed a petition calling for the government to disband the council and appoint commissioners. Based on the preliminary election results, Weir was confident Weir was confident people would see a positive change and was looking forward to the first council meeting. This is the most progressive orc ever, 100%. Um, fantastic. Good to hear. Yes. Good stuff. Um, all right, what have you got over there? Or should we go to a song, Matt? We're going to go to a song. This Let's is song. Uh, by Leo Kalan. Kalan. K A L Y A N. With Temptation. Sense of it all Maybe you're a fool 
guess we'll never know Maybe time will be the one to make sense of it all And we're going to go to over to another song uh, right after this. Uh, this is by Mika. It is called Happy Endings. So here we go with Mika. You left me. I'm not pretending. No hope, no love, no glory. No happy ending. Pick up in the morning. Stumble on my life. Can't get no love without sacrifice. Anything should happen. I guess I wish you well. Mm, a little bit of heaven, but a little bit of hell. This is the hardest story that I've ever told. No hope, love, or glory. Happy endings gone forevermore. I feel as if I'm where you stand.
Uh, that was Happy Ending by Mika. Alrighty. Not not New Zealand Mika. No, we'll no. just put that out there. Um, English Mika. Uh, there's a song they just called Golden. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a couple of good albums. Okay. All right. So an Alabama dog shelter has been receiving receiving death threats after holding a drag queen story time for their resident pups. A dog shelter. On 24th of September, Hard Knocks Rescue and Training, which cares for unadoptable dogs, broadcast a Facebook Live showing um, drag performer Miss uh, Miss Majesty Divine uh, reading the book Walter the Farting Dog Banned from the Beach uh, to a group of dogs. Other than the dogs, there appears to be one child in the room and several adults. Um, the heartwarming video shows Miss Majesty Divine alternatively cuddling the pooches and telling them about the pro- protagonist Walter's flatulent adventures. But the video was unearthed, um, was unearthed by Libs of TikTok, um, a notorious uh, group challenging this kind of fun. Um, and since the publication of the Libs of TikTok post, the Hard Knocks rescue and training owners said in a video that they had been receiving violent threats. First of all, we're not backing down on what we do, they said. Our mission is to focus on the outcast, do- outcast dogs, the underdogs, the dogs that nobody wants to work with, the people uh, that we kind of gravitate to and pull into our circle are the people who have always felt pushed out. Describing the death threats they have uh, received, the owners said that they would continue to operate as normal, but they have made um, police and FBI reports. But wait, there's more. Um, The shelter owners explained Miss Majesty Divine was the shelter's official drag queen and worked with them on fundraising to help the dogs in in their care. They said that uh, they had held drag queen story time events for children before and used stories such as um, stories which focus on inclusion, acceptance, being authentic, being comfortable in your own skin. Addressing um, their rock-solid stance on inclusion as a non-profit that relies on donations, they added, we know this is a risk, but it is the right side of things to be on. In the long-term Hard Knocks uh, rescue and training plans to open a facility for their dogs and to provide housing for LGBTQ plus youth who have been kicked out of home. Oh, how cool. Um, to let the dogs and young people, so the dogs and young people can heal together. Oh, that is... Yeah, my kind of people. That is sweet. And just a shame on them, like... Yeah. Th- there's, like, I don't know how, to be honest... Doing. People just love having a having a moan. Some mm. if they're not happy to, you know, having a moan, they're not happy. Um, I'm just mm. trying to see if this person, this drag queen, is on. I can't find them on Instagram. Miss Majesty Divine. Yeah. Okay. Um, While you're looking for that, let's have a song, Cameron. Okay. This, this is, is by, a really cute story, though. This is by mm. Justin Utley uh, with "Hold You."
That was Justin Utley with Hold You. If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. NPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information. 
Alrighty. So just before we went to that song, we um, there was an article that Matt read out about a drag queen doing drag story time for puppies for puppies for a doggy shelter. Um, so if you actually go on Facebook and look up the drag queen's name, which I have just done, you'll see there is a page for drag queen story time by Miss Majesty Divine. Um, she looks like an absolute bag of fun. She just she just looked great. Um, so and there's videos of her reading stories to, to dogs, and it's adorable. Mm-hmm. How could you not like that? So, um, mm. Miss Majesty Divine, she tells some dodgy stories. If, if you if you're listening in, or if you get tagged in this um, great work, I love it. Yeah, I love that you're reading stories to dogs. You know, like how else is reading to dogs or any other animal? actually going to impact your life in any significant way if you have nothing to do with dogs. Yeah. Yeah. No, um and there's yeah, there's some videos of her reading. Um which is adorable. So go and go and look her up. Give her a mm. give her a follow. Oh there's a cute photo of her with a beagle. Oh yes. Right anyway. <laughs> All right. Cameron, must be time for... Oh, the sports test. Sports test. Okay, over in the sports test tonight. Are you going to be talking about tetanus? No. No. Did you say tetanus before? No. What did you say? Oh, tennis. Tennis. The one with rackets and balls. Yes. Balls. That's right. Argentina tennis player uh, Nadia Prodorovska. P O D O R O S K A. Yeah. We'll just call her Nadia. Just call her Nadia, like first name basis. Yeah, Nadia. She's our mate. Has come out as super queer, not just not just any queer, not just any queer, super queer, super queer, queer. Uh, in a post uh, revealing her partner as fellow tennis player uh, Gilaramiana. Naya. Oh. Uh, so Nadia uh, shared on Instagram on an Instagram post uh, on Naya's 26th birthday on the 27th of September with pictures of them hugging and kissing. Wait for it. Pictures of them hugging and kissing. I'm sorry. So can, for her birthday, she outed her. Can you <laughs> confirm what they were doing? They were hugging, hugging. and kissing. Kissing it's, who? It's, I assume each other. Oh, my life, really? It's more than you'd do to a puppy. Her caption read, Today I celebrate you from afar, but I feel you you by my side every day of my life. Nadia revealed that the two athletes have been a couple for several months already, uh, with their relationship starting uh, when Nadia took her uh, break to recover from injuries after the 2021 US Open. The couple received messages of support from across the world, including one from America sportswoman Billie Jean King, who was one mm-hmm. of the first professional woman athletes to come out as gay in 1981. King wrote on Twitter, congratulations mm-hmm. to WTA player Nadia mm-hmm. on her announcement. Uh, living authentically takes such courage, but it's always worth it. Nadia replied, thank you very much. Uh, BJK, I respect you for everything uh, you represent to us. You're a true role model and in the fight for equality in sports and beyond sports. Uh, Nadia, 25, is ranked 203rd in the world and reached the semifinals of the French Open in 2020. The announcement makes her the third professional tennis player to come out this year. Uh, in July, Russian tennis star Daria... Uh, 
Kastakinka revealed her relationship with Olympic figure skater Natalie Zabukia via Instagram. Kastakinka has been critical of her nation's anti-LGBTQ plus rhetoric and laws and has discussed how hard it was to keep her identity hidden, saying living in the closet is impossible, not for the not for the long run, no, it's, it's, it is hard, it is pointless, you will be completely forced, uh, focused on that until you choose to come out. Of course, it is up to you to decide how you do it and how much you tell. Living in peace with yourself is the only thing that matters and blank everyone else. <laughs> Uh, was an F word there? Yeah. Um, right. So yes, tennis players. Did it rhyme with um, another sporting word called ruck? Yes, or okay. truck. Oh, wonderful. Or muck. Song. Uh, or as they put in here, the letter F with two stars and then the letter K. Okay. Right. Uh, uh, if you haven't got that, <laughs> we can't make it more obvious, really. <laughs> Really, I mean, we'd love to actually spell it out for you, but anyway. I don't think we can. But you can find that, that article on Pink News. Yes, you can. Anyway, off we go. Uh, we have got, do we have an article before this song? No, no. Um, no but I just, I'm going to slip in. I'm going to slip something oh, in. Um, we, we have bingo coming up on uh, this coming weekend. Yes, um, we do. You can purchase tickets, Cameron, at? Uh, tinyurl. Tinyurl.com slash... Malgrave birthday bingo. Wonderful. Okay. Um, so, this, sorry. Yeah. This news, this news item, is right for this moment. This is about Angela Lansbury. Right. So we've moved off bingo straight oh, away. Yes. Yeah, yes. we have. Right. Yes. We'll come back to it. Well, no. I just uh, we seem a bit all over the show, and I just I was lost there. Where are we? Lord. Um, Angela Lansbury, iconic talent who inspired generations of fans through her favor, uh, through her work in film and TV and theatre, has died. Uh, she was 96. Lansbury died in her sleep at Los Angeles' home on the 11th of October. Uh, her family said in the statement, her family said the news was especially tragic as Lansbury's passing comes just days shy of her 97th birthday. The London-born actor will leave behind a legacy is one of the most decorated and beloved performers on stage, TV and in film. Uh, Lansbury received received five Tony Awards, six Golden Globes, an Olivier Award, an Honorary Oscar and a Lifetime Achievement Award from BAFTA throughout her storied career. In 2014, she was made a dame by Queen Elizabeth II. Angela Lansbury, best known for her stunning work on CBS's Murder, She Wrote, in which she played Jessica Fletcher, a successful mystery writer turned amateur sleuth. Uh, The show ran for 12 seasons from 1984 to 1996. It went to 96. Wow. Uh, It was consistently among the most watched shows on TV of all time at the time. Uh, Lansbury was born in London in 1925 on October 16th and her family moved to New York City at the beginning of World War II to avoid the bombings by Germany during the London Blitz. She studied acting from a young age and moved to Los Angeles to break into the film industry. Her first role was in 1944, Classic Gaslight, 
and she earned an Academy Award nomination for Best Supporting Actress for her role in the film. She earned her second nomination for uh, just a year later for Supporting Actress <coughs> for her role in the 1945 uh, The Picture of Dorian Gray, oh, wow. which is not part of the Fifty Shades of Grey books, just because there is a character called oh, Dorian it's an in there. Wild story. Uh, Lansbury performed with some of the biggest names in the forties and fifties in film era in Hollywood, including Elizabeth Taylor, Catherine Hepburn, and Paul Newman. Beyond the silver screen, Angela Lansbury had profound success in the theatre world. She garnered widespread acclaim for her signature performance as Neville, as sorry Nellie Lovett in Sondheim's nineteen seventy nine Sweeney Todd. Uh, Demon Barbara Fleet Street, she won a Tony for Best Musical Actress that year. Uh, Lansbury also won three Tony Awards for her stellar work in MAME in 1996, Dear World 1969 and Gypsy in 1975. Her most recent uh, was in 2009 for Best Featured Actress in a play for her work in Noel Coward's Blythe Spirit. Uh, Angela Lansbury was universally beloved for her leading role in the 1971 Disney hit musical Bedknobs and Broomsticks and later as the iconic singing Teapot, Mrs. Potts in the 1991 animated film of Beauty and the Beast. Um, and there will be tons of other uh, things in there another that she's one. done. I mean, she married a gay guy in 1945 and she married Richard Cromwell. Um, Who hasn't? She didn't know. What, married, married a gay Richard. man. <laughs> um it was a shock to me when it ended. Um, I wasn't prepared for that. It was just a terrible error that I made as a, as a young woman, but I don't regret it. Um, at the time, Cromwell made one comment about the failed marriage. He told the press all over the house, tea bags. In the middle of the night, she'd get up and start drinking tea. It nearly drove me crazy. <laughs> I think that's an English thing, though, isn't it? it yeah, it is. Yes. So and I mean, if that's really all they can complain about, exactly. And they stayed friends for the rest of well, the rest of his life. Um, he died in, I think it was nineteen sixty. Yeah, he died at fifty in nineteen sixty. Um, so here's a little bit of Angela Lansbury with the fabulous B. Arthur. So two fabulous women together. Bosom buddies. Here we go. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious If I call you uncouth It's simply that Who else but a bosom buddy Will sit down and tell you the truth Though now and again I'm aware That my candid opinion may sting Though often my frank observation might scold meaning to tell you for years you should keep your hair natural like mine if i kept my hair natural like yours i'd be bald but darling we'll always be dear companions my crony my mate 
critic has written, your voice is the voice of a frog. Straight to your side to defend you, I rush. You know that I'm there every time that the world makes an unkind remark. When they say Vera Charles is the world's greatest lush, it hurts me. And if I say your fangs are showing, maim pull in your claws, it's simply that. Who else but a bosom buddy will notice the obvious flaws? I feel it's my duty to tell you it's time to adjust to your age. You try to be peg of my heart when you're Lady Macbeth. Exactly how old are you, Vera? The truth. How old do you think? Oh, I'd say somewhere in between 40 and death. But sweetie, I'll always be Alice Toklas if you'll be Gertrude Stein. And though I'll I've gossiped and gloated, but I'm so devoted. And if I say that sex and guts made you into a star, it's simply that who else but a somebody will tell you how rotten you Hello. That was Welcome Angela back. Lansbury and B. Arthur. Arthur. Bosom buddies. We'll miss them both. Yep. All right. So new guidelines for sexual diversity at Catholic schools have been released by the Catholic bishops of Aotearoa, New Zealand. Now, I read this article and I went... What? <laughs> what? So let's give it a go. Brace yourselves. Araha and diversity in Catholic schools was drafted by the National Centre for Religious Studies after consulting with bishops, principals, religious education leaders and young people. The guidelines advise teachers and school communities on how to treat students from the LGBTQIA plus community. Bishop of Auckland Stephen Lowe said the guidelines will help schools make decisions on the support of rangatahi who are grappling with issues around sexual diversity. Our identities as adults 
uh, take time to form and vulnerable young people. Oh, here we go. Okay. All right. Vulnerable young people uh, should not feel pushed or coerced to make decisions about themselves um, too soon. But it's okay if they make decisions that they're straight. Anyway, I, I don't know. Um, he said, um, I always think it's good to let people think their own stuff through. Young people today do not live in a bubble. Um, they are aware and inform themselves of the range of social, scientific, ideological and religious stances regarding this issue. And there is a lot of pressure and rhetoric about this issue, he said. The guidelines state Catholic schools need to consider that there are many voices in the conversation regarding uh, LGBTQIA issues. It instructs Catholic school staff to not use homophobic or transphobic language. Well, that's good. And that no young person should be referred to a program or organisation that supports any kind of conversion therapy practices. Also good. However, the guidelines state marriage between same-sex couples are not recognised by the Catholic Church. It states young people may have uh, concerns regarding LGBTQIA plus issues that are valid and need to be addressed with sensitivity uh, by the community. The guidelines advise that if, if an activity seems borderline, it can be renamed... Um, or, or refocused. It suggests a proposal, a proposed Pride Day, um, could be orientated toward the inclusion of everyone to avoid causing fear or concern. Uh-huh. Within parts of the Catholic school community, and a pink shirt day could be refocused on bullying rather than specifically homophobic bullying. It suggests calling an LGBTQIA plus support group, a wellness group or diversity group rather than using the term rainbow as it is something that is associated with an ideology that is no association with the Catholic character of the school. It's a bit much, eh? I'm just thinking... How is anyone going to, in a school going to interpret this mumbo-jumbo? It seems to me they're deliciously decorating closets. Yes. Um, there are 230, well, not so deliciously, there are 235 Catholic schools across New Zealand with around 66,000 students. Um, Atika Aotearoa is an, adv- is an advocacy group for LGBTQIA plus people of colour. Awesome. Spokesperson uh, Vinod Bal. He, him, said that while there are some positive steps taken, such as disavowing conversion practices, the guidelines are disappointing in that they still retain beliefs that perpetuate the erasure of of LGBTQIA plus identity exactly. Um, This is the opposite of what LGBTQIA plus students need. They need care, understanding, compassion and affirmation of their identity, their whole identity, he said. The Catholic bishops of New Zealand had a chance to undo the harm that their interpretation of religious dogma has done to LGBTQIA plus people, uh, plus individuals. They did not take it. I think they're just trying to put up a smoke screen. Mm. 
you know, yes, like if we do all this wishy washy stuff that no one understands, then people mm, will think no we're one's doing stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Load of yeah. garbage. That's all right. Uh, we're going to go to a song now. Please. Uh, this is by Jimmy Wom. Now, now, before we do, yeah. we have a bingo. We have we a bingo have a on a Sunday afternoon. We have a bingo on a Sunday afternoon. You can book tickets if you go to the Malgra Facebook page. There will be a link up there. You can click on it. You can book some tickets. The pr- ticket prices, Cameron, are... $10. $10. And for $10, what do they get, Cameron? You get three bingo cards. And a scratchy. No, three and bingo cards and a... And a raffle prize. And a raffle. Wonderful. Um, the money raised will go back to Malgra. Um, there is always a bunch of money that we give away as part of the prizes. We've got some goodie bags. We've got... Um, there's some snacks that we're providing as well. It is Malgra's 45th birthday. Book a ticket. Come along. Um, have a have, blast. Have a laugh. It's going to be a great Sorry. afternoon. Yep. Win or lose, it is always. An There's a Mills coach. and Boone reading. We do oh, Mills and Boone's yes, readings. It's, it's disgusting. Bring a relative that you want to embarrass. Let yeah. me know. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so here um, we go. And, we'll and it. it's going to be at a movie theatre, so there's somewhere to send the kids while you're having fun. Yes. Focal Point Cinema hmm. is where we will be hosting our event. Those kids should be at church. <laughs> No. <laughs> no, we'll go to church in the morning. Come see us in the yeah, afternoon. The yeah. It doesn't start till 12 30. So, anyway, yeah. here, here we go. go. Jimmy Worm.
Before we sign off, we're going to go to Kylie Minogue. Can't get you out of my head. But creepy. Um, have a great week. Stay so, so proud. Um, go and grab some bingo tickets. Come mm. along. It's going to be great.
If you enjoy this NPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify, as well as the accessmedia.nz app. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate.